Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nova Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious, and you we're just going to go ahead and get uh, get this out the way. You know how we do. If you want to follow me, I am on Instagram at Nova underscore Luxurious. That's N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. I am also on Twitter at Nova Luxurious, and you can just search my name on SoundCloud at Nova Luxurious. And yeah, you know, I also have a single come um, out right now called Why Can't You Focus? I have an, uh, another single out <coughs> or will be out February 14th called Lay Here. Um, both both on Spotify. So if you want to go to Spotify, you can just look up Nova Luxurious, the letter Y, can't, the letter U. And, you know, you should pull me up. I should be right there and give it a listen. Um, I have a mixtape on SoundCloud um, called Odyssey. I have three mixtapes on SoundCloud. So, you know, give me a listen. Leave a comment. Follow for follow. I do that. You know, support is free, people. Support is free. (laughs) All right. And now that we've gotten that out the way. I hope everybody had a good long weekend. Um, happy MLK Day. Um, I know I did. I, I didn't go out so much Saturday, but Sunday and, and yesterday, I was definitely out and about on that the pretty cold days. Cold as hell, but pretty. Um, so hopefully everybody had a good weekend and will have a good week, a short week for those of us that didn't have to work on Monday. And yeah. Um, we can just go ahead and get through these subjects. Wasn't a lot that happened this week that really caught my eye. It was just a few things. And I just want to go ahead and get them out of the way. Because, you know, this new week, they'll be stale after the day, honey. So, let's just go ahead. They already are a little stale. I'm just going ahead and let, reporting on it, honey. Let's just go ahead and get, get to it. Um, Future is still mad y'all i don't know if anybody didn't know future is still upset still pressed still can't believe that your girl cc got up out of there and moved on with her life he just still can't (laughs) he can't he can't take it he can't it's a blow to his ego and um he decided that he wanted to get on somebody's radio show and talk about how Russell Wilson wasn't a real man and he's just over there obeying his wife and being, you know, honoring his wife (laughs) for some reason that makes him not a man and helping to co-parent your child but he's not a man and, you know, it's just very clear that Future did not foresee this happening in his future as it pertains to Sierra and baby future he thought he was going to play them same baby daddy games with Sierra that he's been playing with the rest of his baby mothers who all just keep the number keeps growing all shade on that one um yeah he's still upset he feels a way and he just wanted everybody to, 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 he wanted to remind us all that he's still pressed and, you know, and that Russell is not a real man. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about his, you know, uh, 
Future's fathering skills and things too much because he had this whole point in the radio station where he wanted to say that he he doesn't want to meet Russell now because you know he didn't like how the whole setup went like you went and introduced our son to Russell and before I, he met me and doop 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 and you know all of that is uh, true but you know honey I recall right after Sierra dropped that baby you know her trying to get you to come see your child and spend time with your child and establish a relationship with your child and you wouldn't Sierra and her father responded to somebody because I think by this time when that happened uh, Miss Future had went on some rant about how Sierra was not letting him see his child and Sierra and her dad came up one line and said we have been we have left that door open for future um he don't want to come see that child so I don't know what's changed since then up until the present well I do know what's changed honey you got exposed for not being there and then from there you started doing TMZ appearances of you and baby future who adorable son looks like he was ready to get back home to Russell <laughs> he was looking like oh I gotta hang out with this nigga for a few but it's alright cause mama told me I can come back to Russell so I'll be alright like that was the look on his face honey every time y'all did them little publicity stunts to show that you're not a deadbeat dad but the point is future you know you haven't had the most stellar record um and this man has you know embraced your son like his own helping to raise up your son like his own and not because he's teaching him football because he had this whole moment in the conversation about football and he wants the best for his child and of course he's not going to object if Russell wants to teach his son football and I'm just like well girl what the fuck does football have to do with being a father but whatever I get it Russell's a football star so we just gonna we're gonna let that go but this man has embraced your child as his own is helping to raise your child as his own um when you're not there and you know he's not a real man because he's listening to his wife and honoring his marriage once again you niggas are very ass backwards <laughs> y'all niggas love to uh you know one attack other men's manhood over some things that are you know in my head are seemingly heterosexual you know if you're supposed to be this straight man you know you're supposed to do right by your girl how is that a, a gay thing or a less of a man thing um how i don't i don't understand that um but you know like i said you niggas is ass backwards you niggas flex and are loyal only to your niggas, to your other friend, your male friends. You flex for your male friends, try to impress your male friends, and you know you treat your your, your girlfriends, you know, like shit. Only time you treat them right is when you're trying to get inside of them, honey, and bust some nuts, honey. So, but all the love and affection you got for your niggas, and it's <laughs> it's kind of gay, but you know. I'm just saying very homosexual but you know go off but anyway 
my skin is starting to itch i'm tired of talking about future but yes y'all future is still pressed just want y'all to know that okay um let's see what else has been going on uh of course there's been the uproar about super bowl um last week big boy announced that he will be having a set on super bowl for super bowl sunday he will be performing for halftime and then right after that gladys knight announced that she would be doing the national anthem and before i continue with this i need to light this blunt so excuse me Mm, 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 excuse me but yes if you ain't choking you ain't smoking honey but yes back to the Super Bowl so big boy announced that he's performing Gladys announced that she's doing the national anthem and black Twitter has been side-eyeing both of them canceled Gladys side-eyed big boy and before we get into Gladys is yours for my opinion I just want to say that, you know, for you girls that went all the way out your way to cancel Gladys and call her all out her name and call all types of winches and old washed up whores and things. And it's like, listen, Gladys Knight is definitely not on the right side of history, in my opinion, on this whole performing, um, performing at this Super Bowl. But we not going to come for Gladys's, uh, you know her her accomplishments and her things that she's done for this industry in this industry for black people who want to be a part of the industry you know Gladys is definitely a pioneer a legend and you know just one of the mothers the black mothers of the industry so we're not gonna do her like that um she's still very relevant she's just wrong for this i just personally feel you know people can you know i know some people have differences of opinion but a lot of us feel like you know on this side of history you know she's wrong um i don't like how y'all instantly canceled her and didn't and had didn't have much to say for big boy because i feel like you know big boy and travis scott they have full sets for halftime like halftime is what 10 minutes so you know they have full i don't know how long exactly halftime is it's between like 10 and 15 probably a little bit longer because of all the production and stuff but um gladys is gonna be up there for two two to three minutes tops it don't take long to do that national anthem i would say you need about 40 seconds 56 they gonna already have you in place so when they announce your name you just walk up to the little microphone so that's not gonna take long um the song itself is about a minute and a half and then it takes you probably the same 40 50 seconds to walk off the thing off the field so she will be up there for more than two minutes whereas big boy will have a full set travis scott will have a full set along with maroon five and um you know i'm just saying if you're gonna cancel gladys you need to be canceling big boy and travis because all y'all ain't had much to say some i mean for the most part a lot of y'all have been on on twitter i'm talking about for you know the girls that are on twitter and social media who have been talking about this y'all have you know given these fair and balanced kind of oh well you know they need the money or oh 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 when it comes to big boy and travis but gladys is a whore and all of this i'm not with that 
you know, keep it keep it consistent with everybody, honey. If we canceling, we canceling. If we not, we not. I notice y'all quick to cancel women before y'all cancel these men, and these men and be doing just as bad, if not more. Uh, to make us look bad in these situations, honey, sometimes. Um, but, you know, Gladys wanted to respond to everybody. And so she decided to make her response. And I'm not going to, like, read it and all of that. You can look it up just like I did. But basically the gist of it was, you know, the anthem is is about, it. you know, she basically undermined it, Kaepernick's whole like position his whole protest his whole everything just to defend her choice to do this anthem and that i'm really not in agreement with like it's like if you want to do the show or do the you know the performance that's fine you just say that i really want to you know it's in my home state you know i really just want to do this because you know i always said if i if it was in my home state i wanted to be a part of it you could say that i think that was more big boys whole thing is like you know i'm one of the like the atlanta artists like when you think of atlanta you think of outcast you think of tlc you think of that you know who else goody mob you know you you there are certain people that pop into mind when you when you say atlanta so i get it but we're in the middle of a protest and i know that's like for a lot for a lot of people it seems like it's just so hard to stick to your principles on things and it's just an eye roller for me because it's like this happens every time like we like have these discussions and things online and that whole sentiment is echoed throughout the interwebs and the ether within our community of we need to you know divest from certain organizations boycott organizations and just you know show these people that hey if you don't treat us right you're not gonna get our money and you're not gonna get our you know our patronage you're not gonna get it you know and you just always have these people that want to go against the grain and want to undercut other, you know, what we got going on. It just really, when you think about it, it all goes back to that distrust of our own. And, you know, we can argue and it all points back to the, the, the trauma from slavery and all of that. But really, that even just goes back to just our people in Africa. If we just talking on some black shit, if I could just get on my soapbox about blackness. You know, that's that's that tribalism that has carried over from the motherland on up until now and further amplified through the traumas of slavery. Because we just for some reason just don't trust each other and don't want to listen to each other when we are trying to do some epic shit like not buy and not participate in all of these things that makes a lot of white rich white people money. And keeps them powerful, you know. And um, ill. That's just all I got to say about that. <laughs> and like I said, I grossly disagree with her, her whole stance. I mean, just the fact that you went up there and made it a point to undercut Ka- Kaepernick. You know, it's just not. It's not cool to me. 
and I definitely am giving Mother Gladys all of the side eye, a lot of the shade. Um, you know, I'm not going to call out her name and all that. And same thing with Big Boy. I mean, he didn't undercut anybody, but just by accepting it, like the whole musical music industry, the whole black music community, once again, put this out there that they're not fucking with. We're not fucking with the Super Bowl right now. And here y'all are trying to get on the Super Bowl. Travis Scott started, and I knew when Travis accepted, I knew, because that's all it takes. It was like, it's only going to be a mad time for somebody to weasel their way, and they going to want to do it, and then somebody else going to want to do it. And I think now, after Gladys, Chloe and Hallie are doing something with the Super Bowl. So it's just like, I mean, <laughs> which I don't understand. Because Jay-Z and them, they main, they were the main ones spearheading this movement. Mind you, they have already done Super Bowl before this. But, you know, they were the one main ones talking about, oh, yeah, girl, we ain't, we ain't fucking with it. And here your, one of your artists or one of your wife's artists is about to do it. I don't know. I just knew that that was going to be that. So hopefully somebody decides to make a, a, a very black ass statement in accepting these uh, performances. Because that's the only way that's going to work. Is that y'all got something up y'all sleeve that's black as fuck. And it's going to further get this message out here. Because if that ain't the plan. See my thing is like if you want to do that. Just have a plan. Make sure that you have a purpose. But if you're just doing that to just do your regular degular ass set, this is sit it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, like, this is, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, for the sake of what we're trying to accomplish, girl, you can sit down for this one. You can sit this one out and, you know, trust it. You'll be in the bigger picture, it, you will be, you will look so much better on this side of things than if you took the job and you took the job so <laughs> I just don't know um, but everybody is getting the side eye Travis Scott definitely got the side eye when he accepted Travis Scott has been getting the side eye for multiple things for me and I'm not going to go too deep into that because yeah, we're, we're trying to stay on topic and on the list of things that I already said I was going to talk about um, let's see so we're gonna move on. Super Bowl is February third. It's about it's gonna be a shit show. I live right near the dome, so I'm just praying. Y'all pray for me. I'm gonna try to get things done <laughs> as far as like groceries and things beforehand. But shit, like that whole week weekend, everything leading up to that is gonna be just girl. So anyway, y'all pray for me. And, you know, I'm not going to tune in, but I'm definitely going to be like on Twitter seeing who is tuned in uh, and, and on like Instagram and stuff and just see what the girls are doing on on that. I'm not tuning in and giving them my, my rating. No. Um, so we can move on from that. Um, I'm going to actually take a little small bathroom break and I will be right, 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 right back. All right. Whew. PSA, you guys, drink lots of water. It clears you out, empties you out. It's good for you, keeps your skin clear. Just drink water. It's better for you, I promise you. Put that put that juice down, that soda down, girl, and get you a tall glass of water, honey. Um, but that's what I did, and honey, and I, I had to pee. 
but anyway um we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next uh part of this um what what have i got here yes 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 this is what i'm i really want to talk about and it leads into the next one so i have it in an i didn't have it in the right order but we're gonna go with okay alexandra ship that's something that stood out to me so basically alexandra ship is once again on her soapbox about people attacking her for being light-skinned because you know we want a darker skin storm you know and you know honestly i'm going to do the other one first i remember why because i really did want to have a heart to heart with her for my final thought so actually before we get started with miss ship aka shipwreck we're gonna go into blackish blackish last week did a really really good episode where they focused on colorism um to get to uh because i don't want to give you like the full like i'm not trying to sit up here and give you the full uh scene by scene of what happened review but basically little diane it was class it was class picture day little diane's picture uh came back not cute because they didn't light her properly and it spawned a whole discussion about colorism and hilarity ensues i really enjoyed the episode i enjoy blackish period just for like the subjects and things that they decide to tackle and spark conversations about i love that they use this platform specifically for that and i i mean i just love this whole family i love this whole new black family dynamic that they have established you know formula i should say that they have established and you know this episode was just a, another episode where they tackle uh, an issue of revolving around our community and you know this time they focused on colorism which i was very glad that they did i was i just was interested in, to see how they were going to do that because i think they were already really leading up to it because you know like even in the beginning like in the first season dre used to always and the mother used to always talk about rainbow and how you know like the butt of or rain the joke the running joke with rainbow she's mixed you know she is her dad's white her mom's black and you know they always kind of poke fun at her about it and they've been kind of leading up to this point and same thing with the sun like they always like <laughs> and like every now and then you know the father dre he'll make fun of the son for being real light skinned and things so they've been leading up to this point glad that they did it it was a really good episode i really like the conversations that were sparked in it and the takeaway that i got from it is just overall like you know we have to be sensitive to everybody's experience when it comes to that you can't we of, of course you have to understand that when when talking about colorism the darker the darkest of us are they're the ones who are affected by it the most and that's a fact that you can't run away from you know if you are lighter and fairer you do have an advantage and an edge over someone like me 
because I'm like a dark skinned girl, someone like me. Um, you have an advantage over me. You know, we're both still black. So like if you if we were ever in a really white situation, regardless, either of us, whether we were switched out, we would still be perceived as that as such. But, you know, for some people, you know, if you're a little fairer, you're a lighter, you have a little bit more of a Eurocentric look to yourself. It eases a lot of people's, <laughs> you know, a lot. Some white people are more, you know, they're more relaxed around your type than they are around my type of black. OK, so, you know, that's just the fact. Um, but, you know, the takeaway is just, you know, we have to, you know, really work to not um be divided by such like little tedious things like that and just understand where that comes from and to make a conscious effort not to to be aware of it and to confront it when it's happening as well as be sensitive to you know everybody's experience and and don't try to but yeah it was that that's my takeaway i think that's i'm gonna sum it up right there so yeah that was the takeaway for me um I, a lot of people it was a lot of mixed reviews on online i like do like the live tweeting and stuff some people were just upset at the fact that you know the makeup of the cast is pretty much a majority of the cast are lighter skinned black people um except for the twins you know jack and diane and the grandmother they're the they're the three chocolate girls but everybody else is pretty much light skin um so some people felt like well how are y'all gonna have an issue or a, a episode about colorism when the whole cast is light skinned and da, 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 da. and you know some people have felt a, a way about uh rainbows stance or her whole perspective on colorism which i didn't i wasn't offended by i understood what she was saying because rainbow was still saying that she understood that you know she's lighter skin and her you know and what that means but that's why she's more you know, you know, that's why she made it a point to point it out or not point it out. But, you know, she reacted. She kind of had more of a reaction like her and Dre had a stronger reaction than uh, Diane. But at the same time, they didn't instead of where they went wrong. And this I guess I'll give this away where they went wrong is that they didn't, you know, immediately just asked Diane how she felt about it. They just kind of reacted and reacted on her behalf. And it turns out that Diane actually felt that way, but because she is the darker skinned child in the situation, you know, she gets bombarded with it on a daily basis. So at this point, it's a combination of I'm numb to it and, (laughs) you know, you don't always want to be popping out the peanut shell every time a girl, every time one of these things happens. So like Diane was just kind of conflicted, but in throughout the whole conversation by the end of it you know she comes to the conclusion that yeah we have to do something about it because yeah girl it's not right and they need to get it right so spoiler alert (laughs) but anyway really good episode i really like the um the conversation that was sparked behind it and um i one of the reasons i brought it up because 
a, a blogger that I, you know, listen to. That was his whole stance was the whole how y'all gonna have a show about colorism and y'all all light skin. And to that, I say, I mean, girl, would you rather them use their privilege to not use their privilege or would you rather them use their privilege for something constructive? And, you know, I understand the triggering. I get it. Like, um, in my head, I like to think that when they were casting this show, they just casted the parents and then they framed the family around the makeup of what the parents look like. I, in my head, I'm just going to say that because it's a uh, mostly black production, like a black writer, black, black producers and things that are behind it. So that's how I'm going to, in my head, that's where I want to go with it at times. But trust and believe the, re the part of me that's about reality and truth. It's not lost to me that they probably put that, you know, that was a thought like, okay, girl, you know, this is for, you know, nighttime TV, primetime TV, you know, we got to please these whites, these suits up here in this office. So who can we get that's black, but not like, you know, like how can we make this? <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure that question came up. I'm pretty sure. And it probably didn't, but you know, I'm pretty sure for some people that was a factor in what and decisions they made when choosing the people they chose so it's not lost on me but you know what I like is that with all of that still you know with all of that still they are using that privilege to really you know they're using their position they're using that position to in that platform to actually do some things and that's why i appreciate so for me black is just a good show so you know you know if you feel a way about it i understand but i just feel like you know i mean we have to like you can't get mad when girls are you trying to use their privilege for something good like come on girl yeah, a lot of them girls are light skinned. They and yeah, they're pretty sure they all Yeah, but still look what they're look what they're doing with it. They're talking about things, they're starting conversations. I mean they're doing things. They're helping and moving and pushing the culture, I think, in a positive direction. And it's a fair and I'm not saying that it's not a fair observation or criticism of the show. I'm just simply saying like I don't know. I just look at the bigger picture and I'm going to get off of that. I'm actually, we're going to go ahead since we're on the subject of colorism. Like I said, we're going to segue on down to Miss Alexandra ship and cause she's on her whole light skin woes tour. Um, so the T on her is Kiki Lane has basically tweeted and you know put out there in the in the interwebs that she is interested for all those who don't know kiki lane is in that movie if beale street could talk it's on netflix it just won a golden globe i think um if beale street could talk she's the lead in that cute pretty chocolate girl pretty face legs you know just everything stunning but anyway she's expressed interest in playing 
Miss Aurora Monroe, aka Miss Storm, for the MCU's version of the X Men. Now, I, you know, this is like her first, like, if Bill Street and all of that, I think is her first rollout. So she's relatively new to the scene, which I'm glad because I said, like, if we couldn't find a girl that we already knew, we would have to go to with a relative unknown or somebody who's new on the scene. And she's right on time. Um, so now Miss DeWanda Wise, who also expressed interest in playing the role, has some competition. She might have a problem because Kiki Lane's people are, um, you know, actively plotting for her to get this role. Like they are prepping her probably prepping the studios or like courting the studio to try to you know get an audience with them so she's really trying to she's going for it i don't know about what miss dewanda wise is doing but miss kiki lane is really going for it like she said no i want to play this role so miss kiki lane is doing that she's causing a ripple in the interwebs it got back to miss ship now i don't know how the girls tag miss ship in this but it triggered her because I think, you know, I know the girls on Twitter are can be petty and can be assholes sometimes. So, you know, I take that into account. <laughs> Somebody could have been real shady in how they sent it to her. But it got back that, you know, this girl is trying to take Storm. Now, we all know that Alexandra is Fox's Storm. The Fox X-Men version. It's not really my version. And listen... I think I've already went on my soapbox about this before. You know, I we've all tolerated those movies for the time being. But anyway, we're gonna before we even get into that. So Miss Ship <laughs> goes on her Twitter and she, you know, says something to the effect of, you know, black Twitter is just a, such a wonderful thing. One minute we're telling each other how great and wonderful we are and that we matter. And the next minute we're tearing each other down. And I'll never do that. And especially not based on skin uh, complexion. Like something to that effect. Paraphrase like a motherfucker. Something to that effect. And of course, the girls were looking at her like, sis, you should have just logged off. And I understand the need to want to respond and to want to be a little shady back. But Miss Alexandra, like, girl, you are working me. Now, I just want to have a heart to heart with Miss Alexandra. And I'm going to blow my nose for like one minute and then I'll be right back. <laughs> Child, now all night. I've been breathing, sleeping fine, didn't have nothing up there. And then all of a sudden I get on here and my nose is clogged and all of that. I know y'all was hearing me sound all stuffy. My apologies. I'm back. And we're going to get right back to it. Alexandra Shipwreck Girl. Miss um, Ship says, I mean, you know, I just want to say, because I can't speak for everybody. And I'm hoping people who are just out here being... Because I know there are some girls out there who are just deliberately taunting or trolling Miss Ship. And, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what to do on the, on the computer. Trolls are going to troll. Um, but Miss Ship, honey, I just want to talk to you for a minute. Because, you know, 
I get it. I understand. You probably were picked on for being the lighter skinned girl. And it probably shaped how you look at your relationship to black girls. You know, I don't know. I don't know you. And so, I, but I don't want to, you know, take that away from your experience. Like, I don't want to dismiss your experience of that. And we as an overall community have to, and once again, I'm not caping for light skins. I'm just simply saying for the light skinned girls, like, you know, I'm not out here trying to be like this dark skin save a hoe. Like, no, but I'm just simply saying we have to acknowledge that some people do do that like in our community there are some people who when they see a cute little light-skinned girl or boy they feel away and sometimes they take it to the point of wanting to make them feel away and that's just the tea um now with that being said colorism is in favor of the light skin honey i'm sorry girls you light-skinned girls who may act like want to pretend or not really talk about how you have a little leg up at, in, in situations in both black and white spaces you know a lot of times you lighter girls can just float on through a little easier and you know that's just the luck of the draw girl that's just how the cookie crumble for you you know but you have to acknowledge that and that's just the tea miss ship girl you know you got this role because a you know they were trying to get somebody that closely modeled Hallie so they were looking for like a younger Hallie but Hallie got that role one because she's Hallie and two because she's a lighter skinned woman you know and like around that time when Hallie got that role that trend was starting to happen a little it was starting to come back the light skin trend was starting to come back so you know we probably didn't realize it at the time because you know at the time Hallie was at the top of her game so Hallie had her pick of any movie she wanted and she wanted to do X-Men as far as we were concerned so we were just like okay well Halle Berry's about to do X-Men let's see what they do with this <laughs> you know some people were like mm, we, we prefer the darker skin storm and they did approach Angela I think they considered Angela Bassett first actually and I think Miss Bassett turned it down because the writing was horrible as we all have grown to find out the writing the writing in these movies are horrible didn't stick to the content basically played Storm as a background character you know who was always getting beat up So, you know, excuse me, sorry, I have moments. But Miss Ship Girl, you got that role based on that whole aesthetic. And, you know, not just to say, I mean, you probably did a satisfactory uh, job, a good job in the auditions and all of that, too. I'm not taking away from your acting ability, although some of the girls were coming for that on Twitter, too. Me, I feel like you just it's the material more so than it's you you've been in some real i don't know who's making the choices on your movie sis but girl <laughs> bad choices all around it was just like bad choice after bad choice decent choice it just so happens that right now you know there you know the train is ending on that and you just got on at the last little stop before the final stop so girl you know you know 
better luck next time but at the same time it's gonna help it uh, it builds up your profile so and it kind of redeems those two bad choices previous or prior to it <clears throat> so although they're saying that these movies are getting panned like you know the girls are saying that the phoenix movie is a disaster it's horrible so i don't know once again <laughs> bad choice bad timing in this in this sense it's just bad timing um this is just you know honestly and and the reason why i have the attitude is because you actually seemingly did the research on this role like when you announced that you got the part you know you was in the comic book store buying up x-men and storm comic books trying to see what you can see about this character and i respected you for that girl i am i was like okay girl look she's trying to you know i gave her i gave you the benefit and really it wasn't you it was more of the writing it's just like sis you know by this time the formula for storm was background character she gonna get beat up she gonna run she gonna cower because that's what they had you do in apocalypse running and hiding and it's like, when have I ever known Miss Monroe to do that? But I get it, girl. That was that was not your decision. You just played out the part. So, but you know that time has come, honey. The time has come. It's the end of the road for that. And it's not a personal attack on you when we're just excited for a new storm, girl. We're just we want storm to be represented and to be portrayed properly and that failure was not on you that's not on you nobody's blaming you and for the girls that are just throwing shade they just shady girl that was not on you honey i'm just here to tell you girl that was not on you but since you gotta stop getting up online going on and on about how the girls are bullying you and coming after you it just doesn't make you it just it just doesn't help your case you can have your feelings about it like by all means but girl and then when we're trying and when people are trying to tell you you instantly go into this cognitive dissonant kind of thing where you just totally don't even acknowledge that part it's just you're the victim and it's you know when i was a kid i mean which like i said i'm not trying to dismiss your experience that they may well have been your experience but sis you know overall girl you are literally benefiting from the fact that you are a lighter skinned black woman and it's gotten you far it's nothing to be ashamed of just acknowledge it you know girl for me personally i was just like i'm i mean i'm i'm a man i was born a male i have male privilege i can butch it up and walk into a space with a bunch of men and they would be none the wiser and i could totally blend if i really wanted to so you know i recognize that i have that privilege even in the gay world being a cisgendered male is more of a privilege <laughs> than being someone that's trans i understand that in this whole community i understand that so we have to recognize our privileges girl and it's okay and we can use them 
<laughs> constructively. You're going to be all right, Miss Ship, honey. You're going to lose this role, but you have been consistently working. You know, I do want you to, you know, stop playing the black, token black sidekick girl. I can't wait till you really start going out for more roles that are, you know, in leads. Um, but you're working. Um, hell, DC, um, at some point, I'm pretty sure they're going to start introducing the Vixen. You need to be seeing if you can get Miss Vixen. Because they are always, like, they've modeled Miss Vixen after, like, a lighter-skinned black woman. So that's her whole design. And it just seems like in all her animated movies, they just make her lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. But, you know, if you go ahead and get in there now, do like Miss uh, Miss Lane is doing, honey. Start courting Miss DCU. Honey, you can go over there and be Miss Vixen. I totally see that for you if you could do it right for the big screen, honey. I'm just saying, girl, look into it. But anyway, honey, I need to uh, finish getting dressed for work. So we're going to end this right here. We are at 45 minutes. Yes, God. And um, yeah, I'm going to wish you guys a beautiful new week. Um, be safe. Follow me once again on Instagram at Nova underscore Luxurious, Twitter at Nova Luxurious. You can just search my name, Nova Luxurious, on SoundCloud. I have a single out, Why Can't You Focus, on Spotify. Um, check that out. And yes, have a good one, y'all. Mwah, mwah, mwah.